Like, I could see nothing. I was looking out there like, where is this line? She's like, it's right there, it's right there. This is Ecological Adventures, the official podcast of the UFI's Department of Wildlife Ecology and Conservation. I'm Rhett Barker. Ecologists go from their own backyards to the edges of the earth in pursuit of knowledge. Dealing with discomfort, sometimes dangerous animals, and unpredictable situations, they're rewarded with adventure and fascinating insights into the workings of the planet's life. Today's guest is Annie Loggins, who recently graduated with her master's. Annie has already worked with many different species on three continents. What's your favorite organism you've studied and why? My gosh, it's so unfair. Um, it's like I can't even begin. Well, so if I had to go for my weird animals that no one knows about, um, I always tell people about the qual, which is an Australian animal. It's um, related. It's actually well on the main on mainland Australia. It's the largest native carnivore. Mm-hmm. that's left so it's it's related to the Tasmanian devil um but they're pretty small the ones I worked with were in the north and those were those were especially small so they're only like ah oh man the size of a guinea pig is that how big guinea mm-hmm. pigs are yeah but they have Something a long tail like um the ones in the east are, are much bigger so they actually call them the native cat um mm-hmm. but I don't really like that name because then you're like pretending it's something that it isn't yeah. And cats are terrible and do a lot of really <laughs> destructive things, so I think it's not really... Anyway, um, but yeah, I really like them because we trapped them when I worked in Australia, and they were just jerks. Like, they were just terrible. They are always trying to bite you, and they're little carnivores, so they have really sharp teeth. They're always squirming, and they would be stupid because, like, they'd go in the trap every night for four nights, and every single day you catch them, and they're flipping out. Like, they don't remember what happens. Um... And so learning how to like get them in the right position and kind of, we had a, we had a microchip them in the back of the head, mm-hmm. which means that you only have like their head to hold on to, to keep them from biting you, which is not that much room. So you had to like figure out the right tension to like put your hand on the back of their head so they wouldn't turn around and bite you. But like I used, I started out doing it too strong and they got really stressed when you did it too mm-hmm. strong. So you had to kind of just like put a little bit of pressure so they would know that they couldn't move, but like not too much. Anyway, it was, it was mm-hmm. tricky. Um, but yeah, but I just, I liked them because they were so feisty. They were so like annoying, um, really pretty. Like, you know, they're polka dotted with black tails. Like they're just gorgeous animals, but also just jerks. Um, and that just kind of appealed to me, I guess. <laughs> also really endangered, that one. Yeah. Yeah. What's an unexpected experience you've had because of your work? Uh, so my official master's research uh, was on small mammal communities in southern African savannas, and specifically how they respond to different vegetation gradients, both in terms of uh, their preferences for different types of vegetation and then also their foraging behaviors. So looking at the landscape of fear within shrubs and grass gradients. But yeah, so we had, we had rhinos in our plots like all the time. I was out doing, most of the work I did was in Swaziland, so they didn't have the large mammals, but then I did a little bit of work in Kruger and had a game guard. And one day 
Well, every day there were rhinos. So every day we, like, I couldn't get to some of my plots. We'd have to wait. We'd have to kind of navigate. We'd sort of skirt around the rhino. The rhinos were usually sleeping or foraging maybe, but um, they were pretty chill, but still, like, you know, like kind of sneaking around and mm-hmm. doing other stuff. And, and it was just funny because one day, uh, you know, we're used to the rhinos there everywhere whatever. But one day I remember that game guard just, like, pausing, being there's a lion. He's running towards us, like, you know. And that was the only time I saw her get freaked out. But it's funny because I couldn't see anything. Like, I could see nothing. I was looking out there like, where is this line? She's like, it's right there, it's right there. And like, I, okay, I'll right. just trust you. And she, and yeah, that was the only time I saw her get freaked out. And we kind of backed away slash ran a little bit sort of jogging in the other direction. And I mean, I never saw the line. I didn't, I don't know where it went. Thanks to Annie Loggins for sitting down with us. To learn more about the wildlife department, check the link in the description. Today's music is provided by Man, Woman, Child. Their work is also linked in the description. Until next week, thanks for listening.